0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Carolina Hurricanes desperately needed a feel-good, no pressure, not down to the wire, no overtime, no shootouts necessary, victory. And that is exactly what they got last night. There, There's... Things, you know, oh, were they as good as they should be maybe in 5-on-5? No. Was there a play here or there that they left out on the ice? Fine. A 5-2 win is a 5-2 win is a 5-2 win. It's okay to feel good about it. It's completely okay to say, gosh, they needed that. It was fun. The, the top players played like top players. We'll talk about it. First, let's hear from Rod Brendamore. Asked about what he likes from his group's, group's response last night. Well, I mean, I thought, you know, we scored, which was nice. Power play was good, obviously connecting. And then I thought, uh, you know, Cooch played really well. I mean, that's really the end of the day. That's the difference. Uh, he was solid. You know, he outplayed the other guy, and that's, we can get that, and we have a chance. I don't know that we were necessarily great tonight, but, um, you know, we got ahead and kind of just was good enough, so he was really good, and the power play was good, and that was the difference. Sometimes it's that simple. We scored. That was good. Power play played well. That was good. Goalie played well. That was good. I love how he's like, you know, we didn't play particularly great. We kind of held on. I'm going like, no, if if most games, most games, that is the the formula, right? That is the easiest and most simple path to achieving big goals is doing the basics. Pyotr Kochekov, your goalie, played great. Finally earned a rest, it seems like, right? Five straight games. He had a season-high 35 saves last night. and now you may rest. Yeah, goalie playing well, that's a good way to get to a win in the NHL. The top guys played like top guys. The Hurricanes were three of six on the power play. They're five of 10 in their last two games. If the power play plays well, especially your power play one, when you have your top guys out there, that's a good uh, step towards winning hockey games. Sebastian Ajo had four points with a goal and three assists. Yeah, that's going to in games in which Sebastian Ajo has four points. You're going to be doing a OK. Shout out to Sebas, 500th career NHL point as well. 503 if you're keeping track of 503 because that first goal was number 500. Andre Svetchnikov stumbled through that name. Brent Burns and Seth Jarvis each had a goal and an assist. Those are three pretty important players. If you just t- told me those top, the the, the three forwards, right, Ajo, Svech, and Jarvis, if they were all going to have multiple points, yeah, I would say you played well, and I would, I would take my odds of going to win the game. Jack Drury also scored for Carolina. Solid goaltending, your top guys playing like top guys, and taking advantage of the opportunities you have with the man advantage, That's all it is. That's all it is. That that might be all it ever is. If the guys you pay the most money, give you the most production, if your goalie is comfortable and playing well, and, and, and if when you have the man advantage, you're taking care of it, that right there is the game plan. And they did it. That's why it was low stress, right? And they did it. That's why it was no pressure at the end. That's why it felt so darn good. And Nashville is not a bad team right there. They're in the no. mix. Right? That, that wasn't a get-back game. That wasn't one you went into like we did it in the San Jose game earlier this year where you're like, you just better win by a bunch and get out of there. You went into that game expecting a fight, and you got yourself some relaxing minutes at the end. That is the whole thing. Don't make it more complicated than it has to be. You played solid team defense. Your goalie played really, really well, and your top guys took care of business. You know, it's it's one of my pet peeves, and bowl season we're seeing a lot of it uh, in college football because what you have is a lot of broadcasters, a lot of play-by-play and color commentators that don't normally call the teams that, like, if you're an ACC color commentator, uh, this year you might get mostly ACC games. That makes sense, right? but ESPN might assign you to a bowl game with a Pac-12 team and a a Sunbelt team or whatever it is. So you don't have have the familiarity. What that means is at the beginning of the broadcast, when they ask for keys to the game, you're just going to go to the universal keys of games. Don't turn the ball over. Start fast, right? Protect your quarterback. Get after the quarterback on defense. Those are the four keys to this game. And it's like, all right, you're not as familiar with this team. That's fine. You're just going to the generic keys to the game that you could say before every football game. You could say those four four keys to the game for every Monday night football game, every Maction game on a Wednesday, every high school football game on a Friday, right? If you're just like, don't turn the ball over, start fast, protect your quarterback, get after their quarterback. It fits literally every team. Now, similar to what you're saying there, but to Trip Tracy's Taco Bell takes, which I love before Mm -hmm. every third period, after the first period ride, Brendan Morrison, I'm kind of paraphrasing, keep up the intensity, yep. which I thought you saw the Hurricanes do that in the third period, even though they didn't score. The defensive effort was there, Yep. along with Kachekov making some good saves. And then also keeping your foot on the gas. Keeping your foot on the gas would be the only one of those that I think is uh, genuinely one of the, the the kind of generic takes. But for and like for the NHL in hockey, goaltender playing well, like keys to the game, Coach has to play well. Your top guys have to play well. And you have to take advantage of special teams, right? You need to play well in the power play. Those are not unique to to Carolina. They apply to Carolina. And at times this year, they've struggled with each of those three things, sometimes all at the same time. But it's not rocket science here. You don't have to grasp at more and more and more. Sometimes it really is. If if Fajo has four points... You probably won the game, yeah, right. If if Kochekov has thirty five saves and doesn't give up thirty five saves and doesn't give up a, a freebie, you're probably going to win the game. If Fetch has two point, like you can go on and on down the list. Here's the thing: I still want to see from this team. I still want to see this team win when they show up with their C plus game, right? I there's it's obvious and it's happened a handful of times this year when they show up feeling good, right. When they hit all the green lights, when driving to the, the stadium, when, when uh, you know, they they, I don't know, they get to, to the dryer, right. As it's ending. So they get to put on the warm socks. Like when their day is just going well, when they hit the ratio of milk to cereal perfectly, when their day is just going well, they can beat anybody and they will. I still want to see them show up and have, like, a rough day, right? Uh, what's the, uh, I, I have a two-year-old, so I'm doing a lot of uh, uh, two-year-old son at home, so I'm doing a lot of reading books that are kids. There's the, uh, the Alexander and the Terrible, No Good, Horrible, Very Bad Day, something along those lines. That's the name of a children's book. Uh, I want to see them wake up and have a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day and still win the game because that's what the really good teams do. They find a way, like a pitcher that wakes up and can't hit their spots but somehow walks off the mound, seven and two-thirds pitched and two earned runs, and it's like, how did you do that? You had your C-plus game. That's what I want to see from them. Last night it was fun because they had their A game, and, and they rolled. Maybe we'll see it tonight. They play Montreal at home. Maybe they won't be as on fire. Uh, maybe Ajo won't have four goals, and they, they'll still win a game. That's the next step. But if you want to win them all 5-2, I'm fine with that too. Your journey begins here The Canes against Montreal at home tonight are putting whatever momentum they gained last night on the line. And in a more precarious situation, they're putting it on the line with Auntie Ranta in goal. At least I would assume so. Piotr Kochekov can't play every night. Second half of a back-to-back, they obviously called up Ranta for for a reason. I would assume we're going to see Ronta at home against Montreal tonight. That is quite a task because after a two-game losing skid, another shaky period of the the schedule for the Canes, they got it going in the right direction yesterday, and as soon as they do, they're putting all that that hard work that they used to turn things around back on the line uh, with Ronta in goal. Let's go ahead and hear from uh, some of the team post game. Here's Sebastian Ajo. Yesterday on the overall takeaways from last night's five-two win over Nashville. Yeah, I mean obviously good win. Uh, take the points any way we can. Uh, special teams were good. Um, Coach was good in the at the at the net and just a solid win. Solid win. Solid. I believe momentum changer. Here's Rod Brendamore on what their day-to-day mentality has to be with upcoming games. Well, listen, we, 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 we know we got to put ourselves in a bit of a tough spot, so we got to keep forging ahead, and, and it doesn't matter what the excuse is. The, the excuse jar is full, so we just got to keep you know, pushing forward and try to put our best foot forward and, and get points. Got to keep putting your best foot forward. That is the risk they have taken with leaving their second goalie a question mark. You risk the momentum. After a game like last night, you want to ride that wave into the second half of your back-to-back. In a part of your season where game in and game out, you have to show up for all of the reasons Rod Brindamore just said in that clip, you now have to depend on Ronta to keep that momentum. We talked about it earlier. Actually, I'll I'll quote Rod Brindamore. Rod Brindamore, after the game said, uh, I thought Kochekov played really well. At the end of the day, that's the difference. He was solid. He outplayed the other guy. If we can get that, then we have a chance. That's from Rod Brindamore yesterday. The goalie played really well, and at the end of the day, that's the difference. He was solid, and he outplayed the other guy. If we can get that, then we have a chance. If that is the requirement to have a chance, there is a lot riding on a guy that was waved off your roster a couple weeks ago. I asked this question yesterday, and and you know I was making sure – I asked Dennis, actually, because I was making sure I didn't miss anything obvious. What the heck would the Canes be doing tonight if somebody claimed Ronta off waivers? Because let's not – like, they didn't – Ronta is too much of a veteran, right, with all the, the rules that the NHL has. You can't just put him down in the AHL and stow him away where nobody can get to him. If, if you want to send him down to AHL, he has to clean the, the wa- clear the waivers first, which means everyone else in the NHL gets a chance, chance to take him if they want, and nobody did. Imagine if they did. You'd be rolling out Peretz right now tonight because he can't play Kochekov every single game. Peretz would have been getting his first NHL start as well. As an undrafted rookie free agent who never played in even the AHL. He came all the way up from whatever it is, the ECHL. There's a lot riding on Ronta tonight. It's and it's I, broken record, right? How many times have I said there's a lot riding on Kochekov during this stretch? Because until Freddie Anderson comes back, he has to play as often as humanly possible. For a while, there was a lot of pressure on Ronta. When he couldn't get it going, they just actually waived him. And there's a lot of pressure on Freddie Anderson to return not only quickly uh, from his, his blood clotting issue, but return in form and ready to be an, another top line or at least above average goaltender. There's a lot of pressure on all these guys, and I'm not sure. Like, if you told me there was a lot of pressure on Ajo, I'd be cool with it. A lot of pressure on Fetch, I'd be cool with it. A lot of pressure on Slavin, I'd be cool with it. A lot of pressure on Burns, Shea, Pesci. A lot of question. A lot of pressure on Orlov. Uh, Chatfield. just ran through the entire defense, essentially. Told me there was a lot of pressure on Jarvis. I'd love it. Want that guy to, to kind of turn into a diamond. A lot of pressure on – on. Uh, I mean, we could go on and on all the way down the list. Stahl, Martin Fost. Any of these guys, I'd be all right with it. A lot of pressure on the goalies. I'm going, hmm, don't love it. But the fact of the matter is goalies are going to have pressure on them because that's the position they play. And somehow the Canes, despite knowing this season was such a built-for season, you made the conference championship last year. You're trying to build on it this year. They're they're comfortable, or at least – not hair on fire, trying to change their goalie situation, make a deal you know i've 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 said this before, but I think if you look through the history of professional sports, certainly in the n h l there is a a plentiful group of examples of teams that were way too worried about making sure their window stayed open as long as possible. Their championship window. Got to think about keeping it open for a half a decade. Got to think about keeping it open for four extra years. But because of that, they never actually go all in on any year. Right? Oh, I couldn't trade away a first-round pick two years from now because we're still going to be trying to win championships two, four years from now. And I'm going, or you could make sure you give yourself a really good chance to win this year. I thought they should have made a move for a goalie. Heck, I mean not for nothing, there might be one there they might be playing against in Montreal tonight that that uh could potentially be a future piece for the the Canes to target. There are there are players out there I believe that could handle the pressure of being the goalie on a Stanley Cup contending team better then the goalies you're being forced to try it out there. You know, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Hope is not a strategy, and I'm not sure what you're doing, putting Auntie Ranta back out there, other than hoping he figures it out. Is there anything that, that you've seen in his AHL performances and his last handful of NHL performances that say he's got it figured out after the yips or whatever he lost? Or are you just saying we're putting him in goal today because we can't put Kochekov out there again, and and Peretz is too young to take on that kind of mental anguish, and and we're going to hope he figures it out. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is a gamble. Hope is is, is hope. I mean, I don't know how else to put it, Right? If the whole thing you're doing is like, nah, I'm got my fingers crossed. He's gonna, he's gonna fix whatever's been been messing with him. I'm going really. We're going fingers crossed with it. It's like, no, we had we had turkey for Christmas, so you know we took the wishbone and I've wished for it. So Ranta and Goal, I wished for us to get to get to get the Ranta of his prime back out there on the ice. I I won the wishbone. That that's the strategy we're going with here. You're taking a what should have been and what should be and what may still be a Stanley Cup championship contender, Stanley Cup contender, and you're rolling it out there with a, a, a hope and a wish. I don't love it. I hope I, – I'm going to go right to it, though. I hope it works. I hope Ranta gets a shutout. I hope you you build off the momentum and it grows. I've just learned through years and years and years of watching sports – give me a reason why it's going to happen and I'll believe you a lot better than a hope why it will happen your heart, it's the only one you have fortunately you also have a choice expert cardiologists talented surgeons highly skilled specialists all of whom chose WakeMed why? the main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed everything you need for the best possible care is right here learn more at WakeMed.org WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians, your heart, your choice.